like a computer. You write down the words in Google search. It will find all the possibilities, all the evidence, all the results of the words that you wrote down. The same with our reticular activating system. Welcome to the How to Empower, Create, Encourage podcast. I'm your host, Alessandra Guerra. Thank you for being with me today. The interview with transformational coach Sylvia Galvez blew my mind. There have been so many behaviors and thoughts that I've had for a while that I felt have been holding me back. I didn't understand why I kept repeating them, even when I consciously felt I did not want to. I would be aware of them. I'd be like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I would still do it. It was so frustrating. This interview helped me understand some of the limiting beliefs and narratives that I have. I've talked about those before. This interview helped me realize that these wounds are just asking for attention. That's all. I hope this is as helpful for you as it was for me. And if there are some wounds you have, I hope you give them the love and healing they need. I'm excited to share this experience with you. So turn up the volume and let's get started. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here with me. I am so, so happy too. I was looking forward to it, Ale. I'm so happy that we finally made some time to schedule this. Last time on the podcast, you touched on wounds that all of us have, and I was so curious, so I needed to have you back. I call them the inner child wounds of trauma because we have experienced trauma. We have emotional wounds that causes psychological or emotional pain. What causes these emotional wounds of trauma? situations that we went through when we were children but first I need to name the wounds so you can understand what I'm talking about we have six wounds the rejection wound the abandonment wound the betrayal wound the humiliation wound the injustice wound and there's another one that I found through working in my sessions that is the scarcity wound we have six wounds. Yes. They all come from our childhood. This is something very interesting. I always thought that they came from childhood, but I had so many clients telling me that they never experienced these wounds when they were children, but they started experiencing these wounds when they were in an adult relationship. How are these wounds created? The rejection wound is when we either were rejected or felt rejected by our parents or caregiver that we trusted. This rejection wound was felt either in childhood or in the mother's womb. You said some of these wounds are created not only in our childhood, but also in adult relationships. Are you talking yes. about romantic relationships? Yes, romantic relationship, especially, yes, but also maybe a caregiver that you went to, not when you were a little kid, but when you were a grown-up. What triggers these wounds? If you were a child and you heard phrases where you felt rejected all the time, it is possible that you have this wound when parents were not physically affectionate or maybe you were in your mother's womb and you heard phrases that she didn't want to have you because she was too young or because it was not the moment, she didn't want to be pregnant. 
those emotions that the mother had that not necessarily means that she rejected you but she didn't feel ready to have a child those emotions you felt them wow that's so profound that's wild to think that the emotions that our mother felt when we were pregnant we were able to be susceptible to them as babies yes how is it that we're able to even be conscious how is it that we're able to even be aware of the emotions that our mother had it's not that we are conscious. A lot of these emotions, when we are babies, when we are children, is not something that we were thinking about. It's something that comes from the subconscious. Those things that are in the subconscious are the things that we hear, we saw, we smell, all the things that we learn through our senses that were repeated all the time. We do not act with the conscious, we act with the subconscious. And in the subconscious, we have the trauma, we have the wounds, we have the fears, we have all these emotions that we do not want to feel. That's why it's so important to heal our wounds. I have a question about healing our wounds. I want to say that towards the end of the interview, because I have so many other questions about how we created these wounds and just how to process. Of, of course you general. have these questions. You always have so many questions for me. <laughs> <laughs> We've discussed what the wounds are and what causes them. Essentially, you said what causes them is what we've heard repeatedly in our childhood. Sometimes they're caused in adult relationships. Mm-hmm. What is it in the adult relationships that can trigger these wounds if they weren't created in childhood? We are just talking about the rejection wound. It would be very interesting to talk about the other wounds, how they are created so people can understand their wounds and understand why they are feeling like they are feeling. We often do not realize that we have experienced trauma by having these unattended wounds. I agree. I think a lot of us are going through life and we have certain behaviors and beliefs that have been created from things in our upbringing that we don't consider trauma because it's not a huge trauma. We haven't been in war. We haven't been abused. There is a study that I read where it says even being in poverty is trauma. Yes. Even just seeing how your parents argue with each other, the way that they show love, the way that they display affection, the way they communicate, the way they resolve conflict, all of that can traumatize us in a way. Exactly. I'm feeling rejected, feeling abandoned. Trauma is any overwhelming experience that causes a psychological or emotional pain. I found that so many people have told me in my sessions, Sylvia, I'd never experienced these wounds when I was a child. I only started having these emotions of feeling rejected or betrayed or other emotions that we will talk about today when I was with my partner, when I was an adult and I was in this relationship. But the funny thing is that they kept having the same type of relationships over and over and over again. We do not attract what we want. We do not attract the person, the partner that we want. We attract the vibration, the emotion that resonates with the emotion that we have. If we are feeling rejected, we will attract a relationship that resonates with that vibration and we will keep on feeling rejected all the time until we heal our wounds. The wounds are there to say, hey, pay attention to me, I'm here. 
please heal me. The same way as the physical wounds. We see the blood, we know we have something that we need to take care of. In the emotional wounds, it's not exactly like that, but we keep attracting the same situations, the same boss, the same partner, the same friends. Our soul is doing that because we need to understand that we are whole, that we are loved, that we are abundance, and to learn these lessons that we need to learn through healing our wounds. I really like what you said. That was really fascinating. You said we attract with the energy that resonates with the vibration that we have. What do you mean by that? I believe that we create with our emotions. We create with our whole being, our thoughts, beliefs, emotions, vibrations, words, actions, our habits. Because today we're talking about the emotional wounds. It's so important to mention that we really need to heal our wounds. We are creating, we are attracting, we are sowing with our wounds, with our emotions, and we will harvest what we are sowing. If we feel rejected, subconsciously, we will focus in all the possibilities, in all the evidence that we are being rejected again. Whoa, I love what you just said. Can I just interrupt you for a second to highlight that? Yes. You said we are going to create, sow, and harvest with whatever emotion we're feeling. If we are feeling rejected, we are going to be looking for evidence yes. that we are rejected. Yes. And you know why, Alessandra? Why? Heavenly Father has given us four amazing tools for our success. We need to learn how to use them. We have our bodies, our minds, our energy, and we have our souls. I will explain how we are creating using that, not for our benefit, like it was meant to be by our Heavenly Father. Our bodies have a reticular activating system that will find for us the orders that we give them how our reticular activating system listen to our orders by the things that we focus on. If we are always feeling rejected, abandoned, not good enough, our reticular activating system that is in our brain will find evidence that we are right. Oh my gosh, I love that. Our activating system is obedient to the orders that we provide. And he wants to prove us right? It will give us the evidence we commanded to look for. Wow. I'm mind blown. I'm mind blown (laughs) that we can just give it commands and say, oh, I'm feeling this way. And it'll be like, boom, boom, boom. Reasons why you should feel this way, whether that's positive or negative. That's mind blowing to me. Ale, just so you know, it's not easy as just give the order, oh, feel happy. We need to regulate our nervous system. I'm talking about we give them the order by our emotions, by feeling rejected, wounded, abandoned, betrayed, humiliated. We are giving orders. That emotions also come from our beliefs and a non-regulated nervous system. Okay, now I have like five other questions. How can we still honor the needs that we have and regulate our nervous system and at the same time give empowering orders? But before I even get to that, because I think this is going to derail, I had a list of questions for you, <laughs> but now I have so many, I know. which is what happened last time you came on too. Going back a little bit, 
you said we create through our emotions. Yes. How can we create something empowering with our emotions? If I say do not find the blue color in your room, Alessandra, you are given an order to find it. Our reticular activating system do not recognize when we say not. So if you say, I don't want to be betrayed again, you're focusing on being betrayed again. It's like a computer. You write down the words in Google search and it will find all the possibilities, all the evidence, all the results of the words that you wrote down. The same with our reticular activating system. So you say, I don't want to feel humiliated again. That's why I'm not going to be myself. I'm not going to trust people. I don't want to be betrayed again. You are giving orders to your reticular activating system to find evidence and possibilities where you will feel rejected, abandoned, humiliated again. Wow. Oh, I have so many questions. We're creating orders with our... I can't even pronounce it. What are some other ways that we're creating? We are creating using our reticular activating system. We're creating using our brain. We create through our energy. I'm talking about our emotions, our vibration. We are creating with the most common emotions in our lives. Most of the time we're feeling rejected. We will attract circumstances, partners, people in our lives that will prove us right that we are right, that we are going to feel rejected again. Like I said before, we do not attract what we want. We attract who we are, and we are our thoughts, our beliefs, our perceptions, our emotions, our vibration, because we are energy. What I mentioned before about the reticular activating system is proof science. It works like that. I didn't invent this. Spiritually, we believe that we are energy. We believe that we reap what we sow. So if I am sowing all the time feelings or emotions of not being good enough, not being whole, I will attract a partner that will make me feel the same, will make me feel that I am not whole because we attract with our vibration. Wow. I'm absolutely mind blown about that. I used to think we create with our actions mm -hmm. and we create with our thoughts, which is so true, but I had never really considered we create with our emotions. When you get in times when you're not feeling very empowered, when you're feeling in a low vibration, what do you do? This is a wonderful question. I learned now that I'm older, I learned to first pay attention to my emotion, even if this is not the best emotion that I can have. Most of the people in the world do not pay attention to their emotions. They suppress their emotions. We have learned to RIP, like rest in peace, our emotions. We have learned, we have been... <laughs> I created that RIP, our emotions, one day, many years ago, when I was trying to explain a client what we do with our emotions so she can understand what she was doing with her. When we reject, it's R, when we reject, we ignore and we prohibit our emotions. So RIP is reject, ignore, and prohibit. When we reject our emotions, we are rejecting ourselves. Oof. 
Muchas gracias, Ma. So much power there. De nada. Everything that we reject, we are judging. Remember, Heavenly Father has told us, do not judge. Do not judge. It's so important not to judge. It's so important not to judge others and not to judge ourselves. When we are judging, we are rejecting. We are not in God's frequency. I think I explained last time when I was here the difference between God's frequency, the frequency of love and abundance, and the frequency of ego, fear, and scarcity. So if we are creating with emotions that belong to the ego, scarcity, and fear frequency, guess what is going to happen? We will keep attracting people and circumstances in the same vibration. Everything that we resist, persists. Alessandra is just about love and acceptance. I was in the washroom having my morning routine the other day, my spiritual routine, and I was just crying of joy, of understanding that we are here to love. We are here to love, but love God, love others, and especially love ourselves. Love says accept. And the question that you asked me was powerful. What I do, I just accept my emotion. I accept the emotion that I don't like because I am accepting myself. I cannot change. I cannot transform my life or the life of others if I judge myself. If I reject my emotion, nobody can change through criticism or judgment. Wow. That was so incredible. I dropped my pen three times. (laughs) 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 I'm just desperately trying to take notes. Wow. I love that. I love that so much. And I love you. You're incredible. I love your mind. You too. Thank you. This is mind blowing. I want to go back to what are the inner wounds And what causes them? You gave us the rejection one. Can you give us the other ones? Of course. What causes the abandonment wound? It is when you felt abandoned, either physically or emotionally, or you were abandoned or you felt abandoned either physically or emotionally. Is this one only created in childhood or can it come? It's the same. Like I, they're all like that. Yes. When I study all of these, it was childhood, but no, I have so many clients that they said, no, I never had this. This was created in this relationship. When you were, you felt neglected when there was death or separation of your parents or an older sibling left to study, or when you felt that you were not protected, you felt abandoned. Wow. I have felt all of those things. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I never abandoned you, just so people know. (laughs) What causes the betrayal wound? When you felt or you were betrayed by your parents or your partner, when your parents did not do what they said they were going to do, when they didn't keep their promises to you, when your parents or a partner lied to you, betray you, when you had a, a huge need of your parents coming to an event and they didn't. You were counting on them and they didn't. And then you felt betrayed. Wow. So it's essentially anytime someone has broken your trust, especially in something that has been meaningful to you. Yes. What is the humiliation wound? What causes that? When your parents or family members or any adult or a caregiver humiliated you, when you felt ridiculed 
when your parents were ashamed of you or you felt they were ashamed of you, when you were not approved, when you felt criticized, when you heard that your parents were telling you your brother or this person doesn't do the things that you do or they are better than you. When they complain about you or in front of you with other people, gave so much importance to appearances and they taught their children to be quiet, to not say that. Be careful. People are going to know. Humiliation wound, I found it in my clients that went through sexual assault. You feel like you have to hide. You have to protect. You have to defend. You have something to prove. And you don't want people to look at you because you're ashamed. Wow, that's so profound. That's so sad. Would you say that the prominent emotion here is shame? Yes, yes. Because each wound has a predominant emotion. I have a program I provide every year. I teach all of these to people who register for my program. I go through a lot of things that they never understood or realized about their wounds, the primary emotions, how to change those emotions, how to go from fear because every wound has a hidden fear. Sometimes we attract what we fear. We attract what we focus on. We attract what we are grateful for. It's so important to find out the emotion of every wound. That sounds like an incredible program to be fully empowered and know how to create something more meaningful in your life and how to let go of the cycles. Because you mentioned sometimes there's patterns that we repeat over and over again in our lives. Those are caused by the root emotion in our lives. Yes. Before I forget, because this is going to sidetrack me into so many other things, please let me know when your program is because I want to attend. That sounds like something incredible. I really want to go. I made it super easy for everyone to join. So it's online, it's through Zoom. I'm so excited to find out what my wounds are and how to heal them. The emotions and the beliefs. I teach in my program how to overcome the wounds. I give exercises for the subconscious because as I mentioned before, the wounds, the trauma are in the subconscious mind. When we are creating, we are not creating with the conscious. We say, yes, I'm not going to do this anymore. Or I want to do this. But we end up doing the things that are stuck in the subconscious mind. So I do exercises and techniques based on my transformational method so they can heal their wounds. One of the things that are stopping us from achieving our goals, our passions, our mission in life, and get a vision for our life is the emotional limits that we have. In this case, are the emotional wounds. I can definitely think of some things in my life that are some cycles or patterns where they just keep repeating. And I think it's what you said earlier, that it's because there's an emotion there and a wound there that I still haven't healed. And it just keeps saying, hey, pay attention, heal me, heal me, but I don't know how to pay attention. So I'm excited to learn how to do that at your program. Back to the other question that I had originally asked you, what is the justice wound? What causes that? When you were raised in a very rigid environment, when your parents saw things as white and black, when nobody set boundaries and boundaries were not respected, When there was abuse, emotional or physical or any type of abuse, and it comes from having authoritarian parents, or you have seen injustices 
For example, I was raised in Peru. I come from a very rigid environment, not from my parents, but from where I was raised. This wound is created when you saw differences with your siblings. Some siblings receive more than you, or in the, in the school, in the environment, when you felt manipulated, when you felt controlled, and when you felt that you were not recognized by your parents for whom you are. Wow. So what would you say is the most prominent emotion in that wound? The impotence, feeling unsafe and anger. It sounds like these wounds can play a huge role in our lives, not just romantically, but professionally and stop us from creating the kind of happiness that we want. What are some of the beliefs or thoughts of that wound? That's a good question. I thought that you were going to ask me about the thoughts and beliefs from the other ones, but I guess you will learn that in the four-day program when you come in December. She's hooked me. She's hooked me in. I'm going. (laughs) Everybody, everybody who's listening are welcome to come to my program. Come join me at the program. I'm so curious to know what is wrong with me. (laughs) No, I'm so curious to finally pay attention to the wounds that want healing. That's a much nicer way to say that. Yes. You asked me what are the thoughts or the belief, right? Yes. I will say and I will do what people or my parents are telling me so they are not mad at me. I need to be recognized. I need people to listen to me. I need people to respect me. Life is so unfair. I don't have any rights. I need to do these things to perfection. I need people to tell me what to do. I feel so angry. I feel so impotent. I work so hard and so hard. I need to work hard. I'm so hard on myself and I'm so hard on other people because I was raised like that. I need to impose my power so I am respected. Wow. Wow. That's mind blowing. It sounds like some of the behaviors for this wound are people pleasing, getting defensive. What else would other behaviors of this wound be? People are rigid because they were raised in a rigid system, either at home or in their environment. You can see that in their faces. They are rigid. It has to be white or black. I love to go to the scriptures to find answers, but some people do not listen to their hearts. They listen to more what is written in the scriptures, what is written in the books, what the law says. They go to what the law says all the time. One of the things that I do to help my clients to heal this wound, one of the things, because there are so many things and depending on each person, is helping them to loosen up in their bodies. This wound has impacted how they feel their body, how they move in their body, how they act with their body. I wasn't raised in a rigid home, but I was raised in a rigid environment coming from South America in Peru. One of the things that I did to heal myself was to become more spontaneous. I even made a video about becoming more spontaneous, singing while I am driving, being more myself. Does this mean that you can have people pleasing as one of the behaviors for the injustice wound? Yes, because they were raised in a very rigid home. So they were used to please people and now they feel like they have to. I want to ask about so many things, but for the sake of honoring your time, what is a scarcity wound? What causes that? 
This is a wound that I discovered through my work with people. When you were raised feeling that there was not enough, there was so much need. When your emotional and physical needs were not taken care of, when you had parents that told you there's no money, instead of saying, we cannot buy this right now because we have other priorities or um, we're going to use this money for these other things that are also important. With this wound, you feel that you are not whole. You feel that need in your life. You feel scarcity. It sounds like some emotions could be envy or feeling a lack of, I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not deserving. Exactly. You feel that you're not deserving, that you're not good enough. There is abundance, but it's not for you. Other people will have that, but not me. Wow. Wait, why not them? They were raised to believe that there was not for them. Not like they didn't deserve it, but whatever other kids were having in their schools, they could not have them because your parents were always telling you, we cannot have this. We don't have money. Wow. So what are some other thoughts or beliefs for this wound? I'm not whole. I'm not complete. I need somebody. I need something to feel happy. If this person is achieving this, I cannot achieve that. Well, wait, why? Because you were raised thinking that you were not good enough, that you didn't have what it took to get something because the other kids were getting these things and there is a reason why you didn't. You didn't deserve that. That's the interpretation. It is not only about what your parents said or did, it's how you interpreted what they said or what they did. Suffering leaves when meaning arrives. It's not what happened to us. It's the interpretation, the meaning that we give to what happened to us. Wow. What do you mean by that? It's not what happened to us. It's the meaning that we give to what happened to us. We do not suffer because we got fired. Two people can get fired. At the same time, under the same circumstances, one person says, okay, this is an opportunity for me to do what I wanted to do all the time. I'm going to have the time now. And the other person can say, oh, I'm not good enough. This happened because of me. They feel guilty and they feel humiliated and they feel that everything is over for them now. I've been so blown away learning about the trauma wounds I have. I was able to recognize some behaviors I had and which wounds they are linked to, and it's time to start paying attention. I invite you to take some time to get to know yourself better. One of the key things we've talked about with Sylvia before is the importance of self-acceptance and love. That's key in transformation. If you recognized any behaviors you have that you want to heal, that's wonderful. Observe yourself kindly and lovingly. Remember the power of self-fulfilling prophecy. Whatever you believe about yourself will come true. Believe in yourself. Believe how wonderful you are and how amazing you are. That you're worthy of love and acceptance and happiness. Invest in yourself and in your healing. Let me know how it goes. I want to know. One of my dreams is to build a community where we can all empower and support each other. Subscribe, share with a friend, and join our community on Instagram under at empower.create.encourage. Stay tuned for part two. There are so many things I want to share with you. Remember, you can create the life, the love, the reality, and the world that you want. I believe in you. Oh, thank you.